Today we, uh, as well, commemorating St. Paul and the other saints, commemorate St. Raphael of Brooklyn, um, a dear saint of ours, uh, early bishop, actually the first bishop ordained in America, consecrated in America. Uh, his life, he, he died at the age of 54 because all he did was take care of people. His whole life was just following people, finding lost sheep, taking care of them. He did nothing but take care of the people, the, sh the, the shepherd of the flock. He was just an amazing, amazing man. Uh, and we ask his prayers for those that uh, are a bit wayward. That means all of us in some ways, doesn't it? Uh, but that's his gathering. His gathering is for that. Those that, are, that have kind of moved out a little bit, he prays and moves the God, God to be, give grace to those people and draws them in. So today our prayers, uh, uh, we ask the prayers of our beloved St. Raphael, uh, Bishop of Brooklyn. Uh, we're fortunate also to have his relic with us too, so that's a very blessed thing. So today's homily uh, comes from um, a ride uh, home uh, last week from uh, our junior high retreat. So the title of this homily is, Are You Ready for a Miracle? Are you ready for a miracle? Yeah, see, everybody's saying yes. Are you ready for a miracle? Okay, are you ready for a miracle? Okay, so we get this, this powerful, it's actually a Patti LaVelle song, and she just rocks out. Uh, and uh, it's very, very encouraging song, but in a sense, it's, something is missed. There's something missed in it. Um, when we read the gospel text, we see two miracles today. We see the miracle of raising Jairus' daughter and the miracle of the woman being healed uh, of an infirmity. Two miracles. Those are actually just manifestations of the greatest miracle. Those are just happenings that are a product of another miracle that's greater than that. Because the real miracle is that the kingdom of God is here. The real miracle is that God is here. Is that the grace of God has come to mankind. And because that kingdom is present, people get healed. That's what happens when the kingdom comes. The, God just did those miracles so he would show that the kingdom was present. It was there as a manifestation of that kingdom. In fact, there was one time when he, was, he came to a paralytic. And the paralytic was begging for healing. And remember the first thing he said to the paralytic? Arise and walk. No. He said, your sins are forgiven you. And just to let you know that I can forgive sins, I'll heal this paralysis. The kingdom is present. That's the miracle. That's what's here. And, and we have access to that kingdom. My goodness, it's all, over the, it's all over the icons. Repent for the 
kingdom of heaven is at hand. And guess what happens when you come into the kingdom? God became man so you might become God's. That's the, that's the miracle. The miracle is that the kingdom is present and you can become Christ-like. Wow! Are you ready for a miracle? It's here. It's happening to you. All these other things, these healings, are manifestations of the presence of the kingdom of God. We should be overwhelmed, excited, looking forward to every morning to enter this kingdom, to touch the miracle of the kingdom. So God, help us. Help us see this miracle. Lord, show this. Allow us to live in this miracle of your kingdom being present with us. The Lord's words about this kingdom, seek it first. When do you seek it? First, first thing, first always. And if anything ever trumps it, moves into that direction, into the first place, then that kingdom slips down and you miss the grace of the kingdom being present with you. Seek it first. He says it's a mystery. The kingdom is a mystery. We pray, uh, we bless the Lord Most High and the Lord of mercies, whoever worketh great and mysterious deeds for us. Great and what? Mysterious deeds. That means deeds you don't even know he's working. Because the kingdom is present. He's doing things in your life. He's giving you graces and blessings that you don't even know. Why? Because the kingdom is here. It's present here. We, we pray in the liturgy that we would be blessed by, uh, by, by things that are manifest, that are real, and unseen. You'll hear it. Unseen blessings. That kingdom is a mysterious kingdom, and it's continually blessing you. It's actually blessing the whole world constantly. For the Lord said, I came to, it came to bring salvation to mankind. No. I came to bring salvation to the world. I came to save the world. That grace of that presence of that kingdom is manifest and unseen graces into all parts of this world. And I would suggest, as we hear from the, 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 uh, the apostles' uh, uh, special hymn, we hear universe that their words went out to the whole universe, that that grace of that kingdom is everywhere that God has, God's creation exists. So that mysterious kingdom. He says that kingdom's not of this world. You know what, what grabs us, what pulls us, things of this world, that stuff that just yanks us into uh, concerns and cares and anxieties? That's all temporary stuff. That's all stuff that's going to pass away. That kingdom that is existing in and around us now today is the place where eternal life is, where the forgiveness of sins are, where hope and salvation is. It's not in this world. Are you hoping for something in this world? Say yes, because you are. I know you are. 
It's only temporary. You know, if you have a problem, you know when you get over that problem, guess what's going to come? Another problem. You know that's true. That's the kingdom of this world. Oh boy, I just finished solving a problem. Guess what's going to happen? Another one showing up. You know why that happens? You know why? That's a grace from God because he wants you to understand that, the, that your hope isn't here. It's not here. Stop thinking that it's here. It's in that kingdom which it's just present that, that gives us life everlasting and the forgiveness of sins. There are only two commandments in this kingdom. Two. You can read Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, and count the number of commandments the Jews had to follow. It's, it's numberless. He only has two. You know what they are? Love God and love neighbor. Two things. That's all he's asking of you. You children of the kingdom, two things. Love God and love neighbor. Can you do that? Well, let's put it this way. Can you make an effort to do that? Can you make an effort to do that? That's what the kingdom's about, loving God and loving each other. He also says about this kingdom, once you put your hand to the plow, do not turn back. It's not something you step in and out of. You step in for a little while. Oh, Lord, I'm hurting. Oh, help me, God, help me. Please help me. Oh, thanks for helping me. Then I live over here in the world. Then I get in trouble. Then I run back over here. Oh, please, Lord, help me. Be merciful to me. Thank you. Then I move over here. Some, I don't even say thank you. We just move over here. That's not how we work in the kingdom. Once you're in, you're in. I was told one time by a spiritual father when I was struggling for something, he says, jump in with both feet. In the middle. Not on the sides. Not peripheral. In the middle. That's how you enter that kingdom. That's how you exist in that kingdom. Not peripherally, but in the center of it. In that kingdom are three powerful things that you all desire to live righteously in peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. That's how, that's the, that's how what is in that kingdom. Those are the virtues that exist in that kingdom. That's how we behave as Christians in that kingdom. So, he says, I have, St. Peter says to us, an entrance has been supplied to this kingdom abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know what that entrance is? It's that God, in His loving kindness, took on human flesh. That the uncontainable was contained in the womb of the virgin for the salvation of mankind. He suffered into this world. He was abused. He suffered more than anyone has ever suffered here. And he is, not only did he suffer, but he took on the sufferings of all of us. All suffering he, he carried with him. He was, he was crucified, hung on a cross, the most cruel of all deaths. 
was dead and buried and rose again from the dead. And he has one, and in that power he has given to us as we are baptized in unity with that resurrection and death, we have one thing to do to enter the kingdom. And one thing to do to stay in the kingdom. And St. John tells us. What is it? Repent. Because we're baptized into unity with Christ. Into unity into the kingdom. But to stay in that kingdom, we need tears of repentance. Repent, repent, repent. For as we move into that repentance, we move into that place where God is, we, we we feel that mercy, mercy and kindness of God. So for us, beloved, it's simple. God hasn't made this hard. He's done all the work. All he asks us to do is step in. We have an abundant entrance. We have a means to stay in that kingdom. May, may that be our, our, uh, our effort. So in that kingdom, beloved, I want to encourage you that you're transformed. All things in that kingdom are transformed. When you come into this church, and it was very interesting when we had Margaret Connell come here, the mayor of Goleta. Her comments were, uh, this is a holy place. Because these aren't just pictures. These are manifestations of the reality of spiritual things. And that manifests the kingdom. These you know, the icons are transformed into manifestations of reality. You know why? Because the kingdom of God is here. That's why. They're not here. They're not, it's not just because they are manifestations, because the kingdom of God is here. It allows us to see the presence of God present here. So all things are, man, all things are transformed. Icons, bread and wine are transformed into the body and blood of Christ for our salvation. So the miracle of transformation is changing sinners into saints. Sinners, like me, into saints, like them. That's the change. That's the manifestation. So all life is transformed. All life is a gift for us. We can take our anger and make it Love. We can take envy and make it contentment. We can take sorrow and turn it into joy. We can take despair and turn it into hope. We can take broken relationship and turn it into a healed relationship. Are you ready for a miracle? Are you ready for a miracle? May God grant it in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.